Welcome to the M&A Cornercast, a podcast focused on the world of mergers and acquisitions. Helping inform the business owners and advisors we work with every day. I'm your host, Chuck Dallas. I have more than 10 years of experience with mergers and acquisitions, both from a corporate perspective and as an outside advisor. This morning, we have a special guest with us here on M&A Cornercast, Charlie Zaniad, the CEO of CoVantage Credit Union. Good morning, Charlie. Hi, Chuck. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you for coming in and visiting with us. Um, so why don't you give us a little bit of your background, Charlie, and, and then a little history on CoVantage and uh, where its roots came from. You bet, Chuck. Uh, so I've been with uh, CoVantage Credit Union of, uh, right around seven years now, um, and I've been, the, uh, I've been the president of the credit union uh, about four years. Uh, time goes uh, <laughs> time goes pretty quick when you're having fun. Right, right. Um, and uh, I, I started in banking as a, as a teller and um, have uh, been promoted multiple times. And, um, nice. Uh, so America's still the land of opportunity. Yep. Right? And uh, at CoVantage, I started over uh, as a senior vice president that oversaw retail. And then uh, our longtime president retired uh, about four years ago. Uh, Brian Prunty, and I'm I'm actually the third president in the credit union's history. So nice. Covantage uh, was uh, started. It's a Covantage is a cooperative, and it was uh, started in 1953. And today uh, we have a, um, a little over 120,000 member owners that we serve. Uh, we're uh, a little over two billion in assets, um, 2.1 billion in assets. Uh, we're consistently rated one of the healthiest and best performing credit unions in the country. But I think what we're what we're most proud of is the fact that we're uh, very much a mission focused credit union. Nice, nice, and, and really, your territory with CoVantage is kind of the central Wisconsin and also northeastern Wisconsin and up into the UP, right, Charlie? That's correct. And our our charter area actually uh, goes all the way to uh, Milwaukee. But in terms of a physical presence, the furthest south we are is um, uh, the Fox Valley. Um, we have a location in Swamico, uh, and then we have three locations in the UP, and then uh, Central and Northern Wisconsin. So Wausau, Crandon, Rhinelander, um, Anago is our headquarters, and that's where we, uh, we started. Um, and uh, Iron River, Crystal Falls, Menominee, Michigan. Um, so I'm sure I missed, <laughs> I missed one, but it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, and, and Charlie, I, I think one of the things that that I wanted our listeners to know is is at times and there's some credit unions that really don't do much on the commercial side but that's not really the case when you're when you're a well capitalized credit union like Covantage you have a portfolio of commercial uh markets out there don't you yeah absolutely uh we serve a lot of um small and medium-sized uh, businesses. We have about uh, $350 million in commercial loans. We've done commercial loans for a very long time, and we're very uh, grateful for the opportunity to serve the businesses that are really the lifeblood of the communities that we serve. They provide the jobs, and um, they're the economic foundation of the communities that we serve. Right, right. Well, and and so part of what I'd like to branch off, if we can, is uh, this COVID pandemic has really had an impact on many organizations. And I guess a, a little bit from, from your perspective, how did it impact the credit union? But also let our listeners know about the PPP volume and the challenges you had with that program. Uh, you bet. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't think any of us um, 
any of us, if you asked us in February or January, um, uh, were we going to be facing a global pandemic? Uh, right. I, I don't think there were too many of us that, that, that really saw that. Right. And uh, at, at CoVantage, we have a team of, uh, of individuals that have been meeting since actually late February and uh, figuring out how do we respond best uh, to this? How do we support the communities and the member owners that we serve throughout this? And we, we've done a, a number of things to try to help uh, the communities we serve. So, for example, uh, we did a number of things in terms of waiving fees so that people weren't penalized when they could least afford it. Um, we have uh, literally helped uh, thousands of members with loan deferrals or interest-only payments or helping with restructuring loan terms so that uh, businesses yep. have the time to be able to kind of weather the storm. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, it, it, exactly. I, I, I mean, that's that's a nice thing for you to offer to those credit union members because for some, they had zero dollars coming in for revenue during this time period. Yes. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of businesses do a, a great job of contingency planning and, and figuring out what happens if our revenues fall 5% or 10%. But it's very, very difficult for any business to see revenues fall 60, 70, 80, 90%. And some businesses uh, did experience that during these times. So yeah. we tried to do everything we can to uh, help businesses. We can't always help, but we, we certainly do always try. And um, overwhelmingly, uh, we're really grateful for the loyalty of our of our members. Uh, we continue to, Covantage is positioned very conservatively. We're consistently rated one of the um, best performing and healthiest credit unions in the country. So we, we have uh, plenty of money to lend. We continue to lend uh, uh, during these times. And are, like I said, we're just grateful for the opportunity to continue to serve more people right. and more businesses during this time. Excellent. Excellent. And, and again, almost to come back to what we talked about with the commercial markets, but but really not all credit unions participated in the PPP. But CoVantage was very busy during that time period, weren't you? Yes, uh, we served, and, and honestly, we, we are still uh, serving a, a few members who um, uh, are requesting help. The program is ending pretty quick here, so I, I think that's pretty much winding down now. Um, but we will be around 400 uh, businesses that we've served uh, during this wow. time. PPP was really a challenge, uh, and the government, to their credit, really wanted to try to provide assistance to uh, to businesses and individuals, and you saw that through the stimulus payments and, right. and PPP. But the SBA and U.S. Treasury, I think it's pretty pretty well documented that uh, the program was not without its challenges. Um, the program was put together very very quickly, right? And I think the SBA actually provided more loans uh, during uh, a three week period than they did over over several years. The SBA wow. uh, shared so um, so the program. Guidelines were changing frequently, and I'm really, really grateful for our team. We had employees actually from across the credit union that were helping uh, just because the sheer volume of people right. who um, who were requesting help uh, was uh, was just tremendous. Yeah. Well, in desperate times, people really needed that money to, to help their employees out, and that's, that's fantastic. So, you know, part of... What we talk about here on CornerCast M&A is, is this a time for people to be investing into businesses? And you mentioned the capitalization. 
there's there's money now that we've opened back up again to to really borrow for commercial purposes. When you look at kind of Covantage so far this year, our depo- our members' deposits are up a little over two hundred million dollars. Um, wow! So this will be a record year in terms of deposit growth. So our members continue to trust Covantage with their with their savings, which we're very very grateful for. Mortgage lending is as busy as, as it's ever been. Um, so. Com- Consumer mortgages remain very strong. The housing market in in many of the communities we serve is very, very strong. Um, Houses are selling quickly. Interest rates are at record lows. So uh, people are refinancing as well. So the mortgage lending is is, um, extremely busy. In terms of car lending, that's less busy than normal. Business lending is less busy than normal. And I think what's driving that primarily for businesses is Many businesses are are uh, just trying to react to the uh, to the pandemic, yep. and um, and doing everything they can to make sure that they're they're positioned so that when you get through these times, they're positioned to continue to succeed going forward. Right, right, yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh, many of them need to get on their feet before they decide. Oh, I'm going to buy a new capital expenditure, or I'm going to expand into a different territory. They need to get themselves up and running before they get to that point, don't they? Uh, they do, but you know, for the strong businesses, uh, many businesses are in a position to be able to to come out of the other side of this um, even stronger. Right. And I think this is going to create opportunities uh, for businesses. I'm reading a really good book right now, uh, Chuck, uh, Banking on Digital Growth, uh-huh. um, uh, by James Robert Lay, and um, he talks about just the opportunities with digital and and the trends there. And so in, in a lot of ways, the pandemic, um, some of the trends that were already occurring prior to the pandemic were really intensified as a result of uh, COVID. Right. And so when we uh, when we have an opportunity to talk to business owners, we try to understand how their business looks in a, in a post-COVID world. Right. Um, at the credit union, we're seeing less in-person teller transactions. Um, we're seeing less in-person account openings. But when we look at like the number of members who are opening accounts digitally or applying for loans digitally, it's uh, it's uh, going up literally, uh, it's doubling in, in a very short time period. Wow. So we think that's gonna continue to be the opportunity. And I think each business owner needs to evaluate what are what is the world going to look like post COVID. Right, right. No, you're you're exactly right. There's Technology is definitely one of those industries. What What's kind of interesting is those that, that were in their homes, how the home improvement side was so busy. I, I mean, knowing folks that are in the paint business or the carpet business or whatever it may be, they were, they were as busy as what they have ever been just because people wanted to upgrade their homes. You're absolutely right, uh, Chuck. A lot of the um, home improvement businesses have done very well. I, I've heard flower um, flower businesses have <laughs> right. done extremely well. Um, <laughs> people are planting gardens. Um, so any of the things that you do more at home. Yep. Um, I can tell you my wife has been telling me we need to do different things at our house. And I think part of it has to do with Chuck. She's not getting out. You know, so... So I think that that might be factoring into it too. Well, I'll say, Charlie, uh, with my wife and the number of plants that she buys, I'm going to need one of those uh, loans or mortgages <laughs> in order to to pay for all of that. We'd love to help you. Too. <laughs> you know, one one of the things I think when we talk about businesses 
that were struggling during this time period. And, you know, like a, like a local restaurant or some of the bars and taverns here in this Wisconsin area. You know, I, I think some folks don't understand that if they visit with their lender about troubled debt restructuring, that, that it can be an option to help them through the short term. Can you give the listeners a little bit of an idea of how they would go about doing that? Well, I, I think I, I would just encourage the, the listeners to um, to talk to their local financial institution that they're that they're working with and just be transparent and open and honest about the impacts of, of what they're seeing. You know, the reality is that there's not too many financial institutions who uh, who want to own a restaurant or a, or a bar. Right. And so I think uh, overwhelmingly financial institutions will will try to work with business owners during this time. Right. Yeah. And I, I guess for the listeners that are out there, uh, what's really important is to, to open up that communication, whether it's, you know, having your, your CPA or your accountant helping along with the credit union or your banker to have that discussion as to, hey, we, we need to do something here. But if you just sit and live with it and not look at how you restructure it, you could end up in some serious trouble. And like some businesses that we see right now are filing for bankruptcy. I wish it weren't the case, Chuck, but I think we've all read reports in terms of that there there will be businesses that close um, during this time. And I can tell you at Covantage, we're doing everything we can to try to help the businesses that, that are struggling, but kind of see, see through to the other side of this and right. realize there will be brighter days ahead. A number of the number of the industries that are heavily most heavily impacted um, should see bounce backs. You know, if you think about restaurants, hotels, airlines, right. I, I don't think we're going to stop traveling. But but the but the impact shorter term in terms of um, uh, the health crisis and and just fear right. um, is has been really really pronounced. Right. Yeah, we are we are starting to see some some layoffs. Uh, just because they they need to cut their operating expenses in, in order to be more efficient. And, you know, yes, that'll probably pick up over time with some industries, but it may not in others. It, it could be a permanent cut for some. Uh, let's see. I'm going to come back to, uh, we, we talked a, a little bit about um, CoVantage and their commercial activity. The one thing that uh, in studying about Covantage that I that I'm very intrigued about is paying patronage back to your members. Can you give the listeners a little bit of an idea of what is patronage and and how that works at the credit union? Uh, thank you, Chuck, um, for that question. Uh, our our board of directors annually, uh, uh, because we're a member owned cooperative, we don't have to uh, provide uh, dividends to shareholders. Our dividends go back to our members. And the idea of patronage was a concept that was started by cooperatives many years ago. Right. And uh, in terms of credit unions, there's not too many credit unions that still provide patronage today. Um, but we are one of um, we are one of the few that that does. And 
At Covantage, um, our board of directors has authorized patronage um, close to 40 consecutive years in a row. Wow. I, don't, I don't remember the number now, <laughs> <Right>. but uh, <laughs> last year that amounted to uh, $4 million. Wow. And that was money that was returned directly back to our owners. And it was in the form of a loan interest rebate or a dividend bonus. So basically how it works, Chuck, is depending on the amount of um, interest you pay or earn or right. dividends you earn. Yep. You, we, we return a portion back to you. And our directors each year, uh, based on the financial health of the credit union, determine how much money needs to be set aside for reserves for tough times like these. Sure. And then um, and then we return a portion back to our, our member owners. Wow. And, and so um, I can tell you in the, in the last three years, that's been more than $10 million returned directly back to our members. So nice. for, for business members, um, uh, last year, that amounted to approximately five percent of the interest paid. So, so if you have a ten million dollar business loan, yep, that can be pretty su- substantial um, in terms of a patronage payment. Right. Very, well, very thankful to do that. Well, and it's quite an advantage in in that you have competitive rates to start out with, and then you have this patronage. So, kind of that rebate check that comes at the end of the year. That that's that's really nice to offer that to. To both individual members that that work with you and and the commercial lenders as well. Yeah, and it, and while patronage isn't guaranteed, um, I, I can tell you our, our board of directors is absolutely uh, committed to to patronage, and um, not every year will be the same patronage payment, but it's a great way we can reward our members for their loyalty and for their ownership in the credit union. Right. Perfect. Perfect. So Charlie, uh, give me an idea. What is the lending environment out there right now as we sit today? Yeah, so on the business side, Chuck, um, uh, so far this year, uh, I can tell you what we're seeing at CoVantage. Um, our business loans are actually up um, uh, close to $30 million so wow. far this year. So business loan, business lending activity does continue. I think in general, there's there's less business lending activity in the um, happening outside of outside of PPP. Right. However, for businesses that are looking to grow or expand, and businesses that have um, continue to have uh, strong financials, there's definitely uh, money out there to lend. Excellent, excellent. I mean, it was kind of the attitude. There, there were some that just kind of saved their stimulus money. And you mentioned that earlier that, you know, you, you saw an increase in the savings that were out there, but also I think people paired back They you know, you also mentioned they're not buying cars or boats or anything like this. Hey, we're in a pandemic. I'm going to save my money. So that capitalization for many of the credit unions and the banks is, is really there for a good lending environment, isn't it? Absolutely. There's, there's a, a lot of money out there to lend, um, uh, auto and boat lending is definitely slower than it was in the same period last year. But there is there are people still buying cars and boats, and right. and we're seeing that come back kind of over time. So we're thinking that the uh, nobody can tell the future, but we think the best days are still ahead of us. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, Charlie, I want to thank you very much again. Our, our guest today was Charlie Zaniad, the CEO for CoVantage Credit Union. Uh, We really appreciate your insight. Thanks for coming in, Charlie. Thank you so much for inviting me, Chuck. Thank you for tuning in to the M&A Cornercast. 
Hopefully we gave you some insight into the world of mergers and acquisitions. We'll see you back again next Thursday with a brand new episode. 